So the question is, how do women like us, age 50 plus, and dealing with high blood pressure, high blood sugars, and rising cholesterol levels, how do we keep our health numbers under control while we're trying to squeeze all the goodness we can from our life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Join me as I uncover the secrets of living a plant-based lifestyle, including how to avoid taking medicine simply by eating whole foods, shed the extra fluff around your middle without being hungry or joining a gym, make big lifestyle changes even if you think you have no willpower, eat food you love with no portion control. Let's get your doctor to say, wow, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. All this without meds or restrictive dieting. I'm Robin Wong, and welcome to No Pills, No Hunger. Hi, everyone. How are you doing? This is Robin at No Pills, No Hunger. Hope you're having a great day and Happy New Year. Yes, we are in 2023. I'm a little behind getting my New Year's wishes out to everyone because we have been without power um, here in my home and actually California. We have had this, this odd, really odd weather of, I guess the media is calling some sort of cyclone bomb or something, always something trendy in the media, right? But uh, it has been really windy and a lot of rain, and we need the rain really desperately, just not at all at once. So, uh, and I do live rurally, so that means that when our power goes down like it did, we are typically the last ones to come back up. Uh, however, we have made uh, plans for that, so we have generators, but then when your propane runs out and they can't get you filled, you're... you're kind of stuck. So we've had a range of challenges, which honestly put me behind with getting my recordings done. So here we are. I'm glad to be here. Uh, and I still am under generator power. And, you know, here we are. Hopefully it records okay. But uh, so this is episode uh, 216, I believe we're on. And uh, yeah, it's pretty exciting. Pretty exciting. I And I'm curious, how is the new year for you, wherever you are listening from? I know some of you are listening here in California under the same sort of circumstances. I know others are in much colder climates listening to me, so I hope you're staying warm. But it is a new year. So what happens on the new year? We typically uh, set goals. I have been personally very busy with business because people are starting to pay attention to their health. The New Year's resolution comes along and it's like, okay, the holidays are done. Um, typically what I hear is the holidays are done. Uh, I've gained five to 10 pounds over the holidays. My blood sugar numbers are wild. My cholesterol numbers are high. Um, I don't feel good. Uh, my, um, I'm you know, chronically constipated, all these different things. And it doesn't surprise me because we tend to neglect ourselves over the holidays. We we think we're having a good time and we're eating with abandon and trying to be good. But at some point, we kind of throw caution to the wind and just um, enjoy. But yet, is I always question, is it really that enjoyable? Because in the back of your mind, it you know you're not helping your body. And you're going to have to, you know, face the the consequences at a later date, and so you're just really um, deferring what you have to do. 
And that's why I think New Year's resolutions were invented. Uh, and that's why people are like, okay, we need to get, get going. And whether it's joining a gym or quitting smoking, uh, you know, trying to save money. Some people go on a, a social media cleanse. Some people go dry. They quit drinking alcohol. All great stuff. Really all great stuff. And yet it's like the question is, how long do you stay with it? And I think what I see happen, um, I think people have really good intentions, I do. Uh, and yet they take on, what I see happening, they take on too many changes at once. So really, I, I believe the ability to successfully change your habits, which is what we're all going for, behavior change, is the key really to any successful transition. Um, and whatever that looks like, if you're going to be eating more vegetables, eating more beans, less meat, uh, fewer oils, less processed food, whatever it is for you, uh, just know that it can be challenging because the habits we have need to be replaced uh, with something else. And so I think um, people often try to change too many habits at once. And so I want to introduce this idea of the principle of just one just one, principle of one. And you're like, what does that mean? Well, it basically means don't try to change everything at once. Uh, you know, tackle your habits just one at a time. And uh, this idea is kind of not new, yet people are so eager to get started that I think they think one is not enough. And and so they, they take on too many, then they give up on all of them. So... Um, changing any habit, just know, is um, is difficult. You know, they are habits because we like them and we get used to them and they offer like some sort of convenience. Our brain really gets attached to them. And just know that, you know, so changing them, is it can be difficult. And so when you try to do too many, it really sets yourself up for failure. And really you can reduce the sense of overwhelm by sort of chunking things together um, and change this one habit at a time. You can combine some that are around the one that you're doing, but I often see uh, people wanna start eating better. So they go buy a bunch of vegetables that, you know, and they, um, they wanna start exercising. So they join a gym, uh, you know, they do everything at once. When in fact, it's like, well, let's just focus on adding some vegetables every meal that is a really great place to start. Everything else will follow, especially as you start doing this consistently over time. And so this idea of really changing one habit at a time, one month at a time, even one week at a time, breaking whatever it, it into smaller increments into smaller chunks is really a, a great way of doing this. And so this is how I work with my clients. You know, the first week we'll start saying, okay, let's add some vegetables into our meals. Yes, even breakfast and, and do that for a week. And then the next week we'll maybe, if that's going well, then we'll add on something else. We'll maybe add on adding some fruit to your, to your meals. And then, and then if that goes well, and it's not, it's not giving up the thing you did the first week, but you're adding on to it. It might take you two weeks. That's Okay. Right. But I want you to be able to do it consistently. It's that one thing. And then once that feels pretty good, then you can add something onto it. And just know that in doing that, you are making progress. You are making progress. 
it doesn't have to be this over you know grand thing that you're changing everything small changes make a difference so i think it i i read that people that make a single behavior change like one at a time they the likelihood that they're, they're going to retain that habit for a year or more is as high as 80 percent okay and if they try to change two behaviors at once their chance of success drops to less than 35%. And then if they try three habits, uh, their success rate plummets to less than 5%. So that's a really good argument, some little data there to back up that just do one thing, just do one thing, just do it for one month, you know, and then add the second thing if, it, if that so happens, if you really want to do something else. But, you know, just this idea of, you know, the principle of one, the principle of one. And so it's kind of a funny thing. It's like, we want you to be more like a tortoise instead of the hare, you know, S slow and steady wins the race. And, and really, this is how I look at it. That is how you start creating the lifestyle um, that you can stick to. Uh, and it's not just a fad diet. It's not just a meal plan you do for a while. It's just not something that you're going to do and then and go back to your old ways. No, we're creating a lifestyle. We're creating a new way of doing things so that you can get back to your life and not think about this again. You know, you can lose the weight. You can bring down your blood sugars. You can lower your cholesterol and, you know, and get them in a spot where you, and at the time you created this lifestyle. So you just keep on doing it and those numbers stay where you want them to stay. You don't have to have to really be revisited again. And that's the problem with diets is people go on them and then they stop being on them and then they gain the weight back, usually more. I talk to people all the time and they've, you know, usually they probably have gained and lost hundreds of pounds in their lifetime. And and yet and they're still dealing with it because they've never created a lifestyle. So just know that, um, you know, this is this really works. Um, just changing your habits step by step. So let me give you some basic steps. Uh, so that you can change one habit at a time. So the first thing is choose the habit you want to change. Um, if you're a smoker, I would encourage you to start there. It's a hard one. It's a hard one to change, but it's one of the best things you can do for, for your health. It really is. And But if you're not ready to do that, then choose something else. Um, it's, it's really ideal if you select a habit that you believe will have the biggest impact on your eating. Uh, and so some ideas are to start with cut out some cut out dairy. OK, uh, really look at the oils that are in your diet. Um, maybe if you want to give up eggs right now, eggs are hard to find. Right. So it'd be really easy to stick to that, uh, you know, and it will also help your health, your cholesterol numbers for sure. Maybe you want to eat less meat. And so maybe that looks like one meal a day you're going to go meatless or maybe it's, you know, one day a week or whatever. I would encourage you to do one meal a day because that's a more of a consistent thing throughout the week. Uh, maybe it is adding vegetables, not changing much of anything else, but adding vegetables to every meal. I'm a huge proponent of saying, instead of taking away, let's add in things. And they start nudging out some of the other um, you know, foods in your, in your, on your plate that you maybe don't want to eat as much of. The second thing is write down a plan, uh, state what you're going to do each day 
and make sure to define success in specific and measurable terms. It's sort of like doing those SMART goals. You want it, you know, specific and measurable and attainable and realistic and timely. All of those components make up for a really good thing to write down. Uh, because if you can't measure it, for example, I want to get my blood sugars below 130, 90% of the time each, each day or whatever it is, or each week, uh, you know, it gives you something to aim for. And just remember, you're just aiming. It doesn't mean that if you don't reach that, you, you're failing. It just means, okay, I got to do something a little more to maybe, or maybe I, I, to reach that goal, or maybe that goal was not really attainable in a week. And that's what I see happen a lot with people is that they really set these goals that are just like, really? You thought that was going to work in a week? No, it's going to take you longer than that. How long did it take you to gain the weight? How long did you, were you insulin resistant before you, you gained, uh, before you became diabetic? We got that, you, your type two kicked in. I recently had uh, someone talk to me and said, you know, I was eating so much better. My cholesterol numbers were over 200. And for one month, I thought I was eating better. I, I was eating better than I'd ever had. And my number didn't change. And it's like, it was only a month. Okay. It was only a month. And really, let's talk about how you were eating. Maybe you thought you were eating better. But typically what happens is that is you cut out the red meat, but you add more chicken and chicken still has cholesterol in it, right? Or you're still eating more eggs because you are very hooked to those proteins. And so you're not really lowering your cholesterol load. You're actually just have swapped out where it's coming from. So that's where it's really helpful to work with somebody um, like me. That that's what I do is I look at what you're doing and say, those are really great efforts, but you're sort of spinning your wheels. Okay. And so let's tweak it even more. So you're actually going to see the results you want. And um, that is, that's the beauty of working with somebody um, and having a mentor and a coach. And so we can encourage you and keep you going. And that's, that's exactly what I, how I work with my clients. Uh, the third thing is, so the first thing is choose a habit. The second thing is write it down. One more note on that. I was always that person who didn't want to write my goals down. It seems so permanent. And, and if I put it on paper, then what if I didn't reach it? It means I failed. And what I realized is that writing it down really does send a sort of a signal to your brain um, and start, it kind of creates this problem for your brain to solve. And then your brain starts kicking in gear going, oh, I've got something to do that's different than what I've been doing. And it's, it sort of starts moving it in the right direction. It's, it's really interesting how your brain works. Um, the third thing is, then share that goal. This was so hard, so hard. And I, my, I have a lot of clients that are really resistant to doing this. You know, tell your family and friends what you're going to do, um, especially those family and friends that are supportive of you becoming a healthier version of you. Uh, and so, you know, definitely pick and choose people who are safe to share that with, who are going to build you up instead of bring you down. Um, you know, and and then let them know daily. And this is where I think um, working with a coach is so uh, helpful because sometimes our family and friends want to be supportive. They do, but they just don't quite get it, um, how much of a struggle it can be um, living with diabetes or living with extra weight or living with this worry of our health concerns, especially if they don't have any. And so when you work with a, a coach, they're on, they're on your side all, always. 
and they'll help you reach that they're invested in your goals as well so it's a it's a very positive interaction and there's no um negativity around it it's like oh you're not reaching your goal let's figure out a way to make things different so you we can reach your goals and sometimes our family and friends don't have those skills and so you just be really careful about who you share it with but sharing it is important because it really um helps others you know, really be your accountability uh, for you. So one last thing, um, changing habits is not necessarily about willpower. I so often have people tell me, I just need more willpower, okay? And, you know, and or I need more willpower to succeed. And the reality is that you don't really need willpower. You don't need to will yourself to take a shower or brush your teeth, they're just habits, okay? Um, you know, and so just think of it, that this willpower, um, we think we have to have willpower about certain foods and it's really, it's just we have to change our behaviors and create different habits and behaviors around certain foods and the way we're eating. And once we do that, then it becomes really easy, just like brushing your teeth, just like taking a shower. Okay, those were all, think about, um, I think about having teenage sons, we have to tell them, go take a shower, <laughs> you know, it's like, otherwise they wouldn't, and so it's like, and you have to teach them that habit, teach them to brush their teeth, people don't normally do that unless they're taught, it's the same thing with some of our eating habits, some of our exercise habits, some of our um, sleep habits, and so just know that, that it's it's not willpower, it's, it's really creating a new habit. And so again, simply focus on one habit at a time and, and then build each habit kind of sequentially. I like to say we layer on these habits and it's almost like a Lego thing that you're building them up and you'll really find yourself um, making better choices because you'll start to feel better when you're really paying attention, getting, getting the processed food out of your diet. That's a good place to start as well. Getting some of the dairy out of your diet, adding those vegetables and um, fruits into your diet. And, you know, those just work on that and you'll start feeling better. And then you can have some energy to maybe add in the exercise. Okay. So remember that our habits that we currently have aren't our destiny. They're just not. Um, and if you want and you you want something different and you focus on changing these habits one by one, you can um, have better health. I know you can. I see it happen all the time. And I have complete faith in the, you that you can do this. So get busy. Choose one thing and stick with it. Let me know how it goes for you. Send me an email. You can get a hold of me at robin at nutritionwithrobinrdn.com. I would love to hear how um, your habit changes are going. Anyway, everyone have a great day and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for tuning in today. I know there's about a million ways you can spend your time and I really do appreciate that you spent some time with me. Thank you. If you got something out of this episode and know someone who would also appreciate it, make sure to share it with them. We are all trying to get healthier in order to live well and you can show them you care about their health by sharing the, these messages. Want to start improving your health today? One place I like to start with clients is breakfast. 
since morning habits are the easiest to build. That's why I created a guide called Three Breakfasts to Lower Blood Sugars, which includes easy, delicious recipes for my favorite meals to start the day. Pick it up today for free at page.nutritionwithrobinrdn.com forward slash guide or click the link for three breakfasts to lower blood sugar in the show notes. Thanks again and see you in the next episode.